Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 14, Gunatraya Vibhagi Yoga, Yoga of Three Gunas. So far, you learned in Bhagavad Gita, in previous chapter, Bhagavan said, Idam Sariram Kaunteya Kshatram Itiyabhidhiyade. This body is the field, the one who knows the field is the knower of the field. This also equated to, as we have seen, the Purusha and Prakriti. This field is the Prakriti, and the knower of the field is the Purusha. So in this chapter, we have started learning more about the qualities of the Prakriti, the constituent parts of the Prakriti, Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas. So in the beginning, Bhagavan said, I am the seed-giver father, and this Prakriti is the womb of all beings. Anywhere a being is born, know that it is the union between the Prakriti and the Purusha. These two come together, then only an entity is born. So from that perspective, everything in this world is related to one set of parents, Purusha and Prakriti. Therefore, Vasudhaiva Kutumbakam, this world is my family, because we are all at the end related to each other through this Purusha and Prakriti. But then what makes us different from each other is defined here as the gunas. The predominance of one guna or another makes me who I am at any given time. So we have learned from this chapter that these gunas are binding this undivided, immutable purusha into this body. As we have learned, idam shariram kshetra. Who is bound to the kshetra? is the knower of the field. And how he is bound? By these three gunas. And we have learned the guna also in Sanskrit means ropes. These are the three ropes which bind this purusha, the immutable, untainted consciousness to this limited self which is made up of this body, mind and intellect. And therefore it takes upon all the qualities and limitations of the body, mind and intellect and it remains bound as long as these gunas are overpowering. Sattva Sukha Sanjayade. Sattva binds you with the happiness. We have an experience of a happiness, you want to repeat it over and over. We want to have that situation repeated over and over again. Rajas to Karmani. Rajas binds you to actions. I have this desire to achieve something that prompts me to take actions. We take actions and we succeed. It binds you more to that action. We take actions and we fail. We want to do something else so that we can succeed. So this rajas in us binds us to the activity. The last we in the tamas binds you to 
laziness, sleep, heedlessness. When I am in a I don't want to know mode, then obviously that's tamas. And we have discussed many times before that these are not the permanent qualities of a being at any given time. I may be in a one mood or the other. But whichever guna overpowers the other two will be the predominant in me. When sattva overpowers rajas and tamas, I'll be in a sattvic mode. When rajas overpowers sattva and tamas, then I'm in a rajasic mode. And when tamas overpowers the sattva and rajas, I'm in a tamasic mode. So these qualities are the qualities of my mind. The gunas literally constitute my mind. So this mind, in whatever the mood it is, that is what my personality becomes. I can also look in the context of my overall life and say, am I predominantly sattvic, or am I predominantly rajasic, or am I predominantly tamasic? Based on these also, we have the chaturvarnam. The people who are predominantly sattvic are considered Brahmins, who basically have pursuit of knowledge and pursuit of liberation. Then we have kshatriyas with pursuit of actions, rulers and warrior class. And tamasic would be the labor class. So these qualities define who I am. And Bhagavan said that depending on where you are in this ladder of these three gunas, none of them said that one is inferior or superior than other. However, it does give me this status or the stand in the life, in the, my scale of evolution. I'm evolving from a complete inert matter to a highly evolved conscious being. Where I am in the evolution path is determined by what guna is predominantly in me. So we have learned that one who are in the sattvic, they are going higher and they are on the verge of realizing who they are, if they are predominantly sattvic. Rajasiks are in the middle, now they have both chances, either to go up or go down. So we typically want to believe that once you have this higher status of human being achieved, you cannot go down. But our Bhagavad Gita says it is very possible they can go down. Somebody gives an example that you may be born in a very highly qualified or highly evolved family, but out of your carelessness, you may go down. You, know, you may be born in a highly wealthy family, but out of your carelessness, you may lose all your wealth. So it is very possible that you can go either up or down. So Rajasik is in the middle. He has both chances. Out of his actions, he can raise himself up. We have learned before that Raise yourself by yourself. That once I realize that Rajas, my nature is Rajasik, all I have to do is choose my actions wisely. Therefore, we get Karma Yoga. Same actions if performed in a selfish matter will bring me down. Same actions performed for the greater good will raise me up. So the Rajasik one can go up. Tamasik is the lower end and now he has nothing but to go up. He can raise himself up by becoming aware of his own capabilities. So from tamas you go to rajas and from rajas you go to sattva. Any given time I am in what mood. This is basically a diagnostic tool given to us. 
that where am I in my overall path of perfection? I am tamasic, am I tamasic, or am I rajasic, am I sattvic? And then I can act accordingly. So Bhagavan said that one who ends his life of whatever in a sattvic mood will be given the environment of a sattvic parents. In other words, this life is a continuum. Wherever well, I leave off, I'll start from there. Therefore, in our, in our culture, in most cultures, suicide is never prescribed. That is not the solution to end your problems. You will end your problems here, they will start all over again. As I said, if you are a quarreling couple here, when you are traveling, you are still a quarreling couple. You are just in a $480 night room, but the same situation. <laughs> So Bhagavan said that you have to know where you are ending your... So the one who ends in sattva will have a sattvic background. One who ends in rajas, rajas will have a rajasic background. They will be maybe in some very business type of environment. They will have all the activities. And tamasic will have a chance to evolve in the lap of Mother Nature. So then... In the verse 18, we say, Urdhum gachanti sattvastaha madhyetishthanti rajasaha jaganya gruna vrutistaha ado gachanti tamasaha. So those who are abiding in sattva go upwards. This is basically a roadmap given to you that what you should be pursuing. When you do the good actions, the result of the good actions are the sattvic results, results of rajasic actions, pain. Now, this is something really very hard for us to understand. That when I'm working hard, we think that I will get the good results. But he says, in the end, it's a pain. Because if your actions are for yourself, in the end, it is pain. Make more money, I'm still in pain because how do I preserve it and how people don't take it away from me and market doesn't collapse. So rajasic actions at the end will end into pain and therefore this world is called Dukkhalayam. Because we, no matter what we do, in the end there is unhappiness. All these great actors and people we read their life stories, in the end it's all nothing but a pain in their life. Because they have never reasoned about this petty thing which you can achieve in this life. So Bhagavan said, Madhye Tishthanti Rajasaha. You have a chance to go up or down. Jaganya Gunavrittistaha Addo Gachanti Tamasaha. If you remain in tamasic mood, you have nowhere else to go but to go down. Na anyam gunnebhya kartaram yada drasta anupashyati. So what is the, the escape hatch from this gunas? We know that these three gunas are binding me to this world of plurality, the world of pain, world of complications and sorrows. How do I get out of it? He said, one who knows the gunebhya kartaram yada drasta anupashyati. When the seer sees that the gunas are the only doers of all the actions. I am not the doer, but these gunas of my body, mind and intellect are acting in this world. One who separates himself from these gunas. So in this case, guna is nothing but my mind, my body and my intellect. Idam Sariram Kaunteya Bhagavan said, So these gunas are acting within the field of their activities according to their own nature. 
I unnecessarily getting involved in it. So my BMW will work according to its own guna. But I unnecessarily think I am the great driver. More and more I associate with this body, mind and intellect. More and more I get tied to their limitations. So therefore, once a wise person who sees the reality as is, he knows that he is not doing anything. I like to sing because I have apparatus given by God which is appropriate for it. If it is not appropriate, then I won't be singing. The same way somebody who is a dancer is because it's appropriate. Somebody scientist, because the equipment which you have is appropriate for that activity, you are engaged in that activity. I can't have equipment which is completely inappropriate for my, my profession and still function. So I should know that what is happening with me is that gunas are acting in this world. Gunebhyacha param vetti madbhavam sa adhigachati. One who sees beyond these gunas, that there is something higher than these gunas. There is something other than this actor in me. So the actor in me is my ego. My ego which is identifying with these limitations and becomes an agent that I am the doer. That doer is limited to this body and intellect. One who sees that there is something higher than that, which I called I myself. Madhbhavam sahadigachati. Such a person will achieve my state of being. Swamiji explains here, when Krishna says my state, he is not referring to the Krishna who is the Devaki's son, but the almighty, all-pervading consciousness. Then now you will identify with the all-pervading consciousness and not with the limited vehicle, limited equipment they are operating with. He said, this is the escape hatch. You should detach yourself from your own actions. Detach yourself from the equipment of your actions. Gunan etan atitya trindehi deha samudbhavan janma mrityu jara dukhehi vimukto amrutam asnute we all are looking for immortality. We want to avoid all these sorrows and unhappiness, all the limitations. And Bhagavan said, every being is going through this janma, mrityu, jara and dukkha. Starting from the birth to the death and in between we have jara and dukkha. This is our life story for everybody. Everyone takes birth, they grow. They have decay, disease, and then death. There are five stages of any being. How you can avoid this Amrutham and there is no mortality. Mortality is to this body, mind, and intellect, but I have taken upon myself to be my mortality. One who goes beyond this, Gunan Etan Atitya, one who goes beyond this Gunas. Beyond this Gunas means now he is not identifying himself with this Gunas. Trindehi, these three gunas, all three, sattva, rajas and tamas. It's not that if I get attached to sattva, then it will be best for me. Therefore, he said that doing good is not good enough. Because doing good binds you to the results of these good actions. And then if you don't get a chance to do the same good actions, you'll be upset. I want to be president of this country, want to help citizens of this country, but people are not electing me to become a president. 
basically you have to go beyond all the good and bad and evil that you think in this life gunan etan atitya trin dehi deha samudbhavan one having crossed beyond this three gunas out of with this body is evolved this body is part of the prakriti and prakriti is this three gunas so everything in prakriti has this three gunas and out of this comes out my mind my intellect and my body is the one who crosses is freed from birth death and pain and attains immortality so this is the escape hatch not to get attached to your limitation see your body mind intellect is a third party when something happens to other people we very well can judge well why is he getting so upset you know this is not it happens to us we are very upset so but once it one who now sees himself as a third party then he obviously can crosses over that arjuna watch and arjuna is basically asking question on our behalf kailingehi trin gunan etan atito bhavati prabho kim acharah katham chetan trin gunan ativartate so what are the marks what are the qualities what are the symptoms that i can see in somebody who has crossed over the three gunas is there a way i can recognize that such person who has crossed over the three gunas this is similar to in the second chapter he asked the pregnancy ka bhasha you know what are the qualities of the pregnant how does he sits how does he talks how does he behaves so that i can then recognize that his what is the conduct and how does he go beyond this thing how did he achieve this so arjuna said let me know guna atita you had been talking about all the time but it does not seem as simple you tell me if there is someone i can identify by the symptoms that he has gone beyond three gunas and if so how did he do it so that the question we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave शांति 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 हरि श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि